All right. Uh, this is something new that we're going to try out. It's, uh, it's just me. I'm Ben Hamilton and, and I'm with my mum, Jen Hamilton. And we thought about doing this for a little while, but we're uh, about doing a, a podcast or just a chat uh, about, I don't know, random stuff that we're thinking about. And um, so we, we've been thinking about names for a little while and we've decided on the name, It's Who We Are. And I like the sound of that. And then mum likes the sound of that. So we're going to go with it. <laughs> uh, today, we're going to do a bit of an introduction of ourselves, who, like who we are basically and how we got to where we are today. And then after that, um, we'll probably just, I don't know, play it by ear and just talk about things we want to talk about. Uh, we might accidentally go off into the bushes and talk about random stuff that seems silly, but that's going to be the exciting part to see where it all turns out and where it, uh, where it goes. But so, yeah, mom, I think mum, you want to, you had a few things planned out about talking about your childhood and all that sort of stuff. So why don't you go first and then we'll see where it goes from there. All right. I can start first. Um, yeah, so I've just been thinking about my life and, you know, thinking about how it's all panned out and what's happened. And I just remember right from the start, I just had always wanted to do things differently. Like I was a girl, but I was so interested in boy things and I wanted to, you know, play football. I wanted to play rugby league. I wanted to surf. I wanted to like make stuff. I wanted to study ag and they were all things that girls just weren't allowed to do. I went to an all-girls high school, so we had to do sewing and cooking and all that sort of stuff, and it was the worst experience of my life. And I also remember having this thought in my head um, as a kid about, like, what my life would be like in the future, and I'd had it in my head while I was never going to get married, but for some reason there was always a kid involved, and the kid was always a girl and the girl was always going to be exactly the same as me. And me and this kid were just going to travel the world together. I don't know how that was going to happen. But anyway, that was <laughs> that was what was in my head from when I was really little. And then later on, I did end up getting married. And I did up, end up having kids. And my first two kids were boys. And then came my girl who was nothing like me. But, yeah, that's just the way life goes sometimes. Um, I really struggled. At school, I just really hated every single minute of school. I just didn't fit into school. I wasn't academic. And there were just so many more things that, like, took my interest rather than sitting in a classroom learning stuff. And I grew up in Newcastle. I remember being on the third floor of our high school looking out the window and watching the cranes at the wharf, you know, loading and unloading the ships. And that was way more interesting for me. But as I... Um, like got married and had the kids and the kids grew up and they needed to be educated. They didn't really fit into the school system either. And I always had in my head, there has to be a better way to educate kids. Um, and I'm really excited now to see that there are a lot more alternatives that support kids in the way they learn and, you know, the way they want to do things. I always wanted to homeschool. Um, my middle son struggled at school and I always thought homeschooling would be really good for him. But like in those days, there wasn't really very much support. Um, there were a few kids that were homeschooled that I knew. And I don't know, they just always seemed like disconnected from reality, disconnected from community. I don't know, from, yeah, for life, from life as we did it. Um, yeah, and I just sort of felt at that stage for this particular kid of mine that socialisation was much more important for him 
than actually, you know, like being educated out of school. But it didn't take me long to realise that there was socialisation, but it wasn't always good socialisation. Um, so I sort of regret not having done that. But um, yeah, I sort of looked into Montessori education and different other types of education. But I was often told by the church that like that sort of thing like wasn't acceptable at educating kids in that way or it was even of the devil. I don't know mm. how that they figured that out. But anyway, that's, um, yeah, that's what they sort of were telling me back in those days. And just mm. recently I've been reading this book called Get Weird by a guy called CJ Cass. I think it's Cassacotta or something like that. But um, he was saying that, like, we're all born unique and that's our weirdness and we need to discover, you know, like what our weirdness, what our uniqueness is and what other people's uniqueness and weirdness is too. And I sort of sensed that, like, back in my early days, I lost a lot of my weirdness probably within the first few years of life because we were all pushed into sameness and all having to be the same and fit into a particular mould and things like that. But, yeah, I don't know, maybe now I've started to understand myself better and understand my weirdness and, yeah, like I, I like my weirdness and it's just sort of helped me like in these later few years of my life, um, you know, like get back to what I always wanted to be and understand how important it is for us to be who we are and, and act like we are. Hmm. Um, yeah, and not be you know, pushed into other things by other people. Um, and also, as when I grew up, I, I grew up going to church. Um, but looking back, I understand it was a really liberal, traditional sort of church. And there were lots of rules about who I should be, how I should act, the things that I wanted to do, uh, the things that I had to do, not things that I wanted to do, things that I wasn't allowed to do. But um, yeah, I felt, always felt like I had to act and be someone different to sort of fit into that church community. I, I couldn't be who I was because I think, oh, man, like I'm not like that. I can't be like that. So I have to put on this big face, you know, to go to church and things like that. But, um, yeah, we've sort of come to the realisation that um, recently that like church and Christianity and you know, religion, if you want to use that word, is more about just having a real-time, everyday relationship with God. And that's mm. been an exciting adventure for us too. So that so, yeah. it sounds cool. It's like you're, um, it sounds like what you're talking about is like your whole life you've been doing things that oh, I don't know, I suppose to please other people and um, mm. not yourself. It's like it could, it could have been uh, maybe your parents uh, to a certain extent and then it could have been, school and church and all these sort of things so you were molding yourself uh like molding yourself to be whatever they said is the right thing to be and um i, I, mm, I like yeah so like i was just wondering like what, what what was it that um that like made you have this like well started you along the path along realizing that you don't have to be that like it, what, what what changed that made you start thinking this 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 way or realizing that you don't have to be something else yeah, I, I sort of feel like, I mean, it took me a long time to figure out, I think, you know, just because of, you know, the life that I led and the things that I was involved in and things like that. But probably seven or eight years ago, um, I guess this is like going down my, you know, Christianity 
road. Um, I connected with an organisation called Luke 10. And um, the reason I connected with them was because we were living in Thailand at the time and we were part of a traditional church there but got to the point where we had to actually leave that traditional church because their heart wasn't the same as ours they weren't interested in you know like sharing God with people in their town or anyone really anything at all outside of the gate they just wanted to sit in there yeah yeah, they just wanted to hide behind the walls of their gate. And that was like a very clear direction that God gave me when I went there, don't hide away behind the walls of a church. Well, the funny so, thing yeah, about getting... that is that uh, now that they've even, they've even built a bigger wall with a bigger literal gate now. Yeah. <laughs> so you can't yeah. even get physically in there anyway. Uh, yeah. That's funny. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it was connecting with these guys um, in America and just, um, yeah, just learning that, like there, there is a different way of doing things. There's a different way of interacting with God, a different way of relating with God. But interestingly, before we moved to Lomsuk, the town that we were living in, God had given me a bit of a plan about how to do church when we went to Lomsuk. And, and one of those things was don't hide behind yourself behind the gates of a church um, and the town is your congregation. So it was just a totally different concept to anything that I'd ever um, come across before. Yeah. And the things that we learned, we were able to put into practice and build community and create pl- places of belonging for people. And people actually came, at, you know, and met, met God, met Jesus face to face, just, you know, through this community yeah. and this love that they'd never experienced before. Yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. It's like, um, well, Obviously, we've both been walking down the same path. <laughs> well, all of, well, since you found Luke 10, we've, what you first got on, like it took a couple of years, but I, I caught on to it. And then, um, and then after that, we've been dragging our families behind us. <laughs> not, <laughs> not always uh, willingly, but uh, they don't really uh, get, a ch- get a choice anymore. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, we just keep doing it. But it's like, it's, it's really awesome. So, well, you, you, you talked a little bit about yourself and at the start, so I might as well do the exact same thing. We might as well yeah. use this one just to introduce ourselves. Maybe some of the people yep. that are listening will already know us, but um, it'll be good. We'll get to other things eventually. And, and Luke 10 will be a really big part of what we talk about because it's molded and changed our, our minds and how we do things. Like literally every part of life has been changed because of the, the basic rhythms that we've learned. And, um, mm-hmm. and uh, so, yeah, well, when I start uh, at the beginning, like, uh, yeah, um, I, I guess mum said that you said that, uh, that your middle son, my brother, Tim, he had a hard time in school, but I had a hard time as well. Uh, not quite, maybe quite, not quite from as early age as he did, but I, um, I definitely did not go well with school. And uh, so I, I don't know. I just remember hating every day and getting up as I got older into high school, I used to wake up or say to myself, I'm going to go to school. I'm not going to get in trouble today. And uh it never, I, I don't think I ever have a, had a day where I didn't get in trouble. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just couldn't be squished into what they wanted me to be. Uh, I think that's pretty much what it comes down to. Like what you said, yeah. you wanted, they want everyone to be the same. And, and I, it's not that I didn't want to be the same. It's just, it's not, wasn't possible. Like, I, I'm, I don't know. It just, it just didn't work. It just dro- so used to drive me crazy. It wasn't yeah. who you are, who you well, were. It's not who I went. I'm not who I am. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the bad part is like when you do things that you want to be doing and the things that you are, you always end up feeling guilty about it when you have other people telling you how to live. 
So um, I remember feeling guilty all the time and um, about not being good enough. And well, so that my school life uh, pretty much ended up, what did I, it was the beginning of year 11, I ended up getting uh, expelled. Uh, and for lots of different reasons, probably more accumulative than one big thing, but um, just not wanting to fall in line basically. And uh, yeah, that was, it turned out to be a really good thing, but um, like my, my, my life at church too, I think that um, like I never, I never enjoyed going to church. I actually hated it. <laughs> and it's just the thing. I remember I, I, I just have a, uh, there's one specific church that I remember was in when we we're in Tamworth. There was one, it wasn't moved around a few times, but I remember the, it was the community center there. And I remember, I, I don't know, that's just the one I have in my memory. I just hated going. And it was like, oh, we've got to go on Sunday. And I always dreaded Sunday. It's like, oh, first of all, it's the day before going back to school. But then it's like, um, you got to go to church too and waste your whole day. So I was like, I never enjoyed it. And, um, and so, and then it was, cause I guess it was, there was like a lot of guilt involved. I remember going to Sunday school and, and people telling you the way that you should be. And then I, I was never that. So yeah, I was always extremely guilty. And I had this um, feeling that God hated me for forever. Like he didn't, he was angry, not maybe not hated, but he was really angry at, at the thing at the way that I just me, the way that I was. So that's, that's what I, that's my memories of church as well, but I also, but I kept doing it. It's like, <laughs> you think that that's what God is and who he is. And then you just don't stop doing it because you think that you have to. So um, until I ran in, found Luke 10 and realized that all of that's bull crap. So it's like, um, it's uh, so that's, I struggled through life and all that sort of stuff. And, and then um, that was probably part of the reason because of school and because of church that I decided to get the hell out of Australia. And I, I left, I went and I left, well, we, we'd been to Thailand a bunch of times, but um, I left for Thailand when I was 17, I think. And, uh, 17, yeah. Yeah, and I, ha and I haven't come back since. <laughs> so I'm still in Thailand, but yeah, we're in the process of getting back as long as the, the Australian government doesn't uh, try and block us or, or, or close flights or anything like that. But uh, uh, hopefully, hopefully we'll get back in. But yeah, so um, it's funny. I've been thinking about this for a while, but um, not a while, but this last, over this last week, but what was it that, um, why now am I, or am I like wanting to be in relationship with people? And I know why it's because I've learned how to have real relationships and have them not be toxic, but it's like, um, I'm actually drawn towards relationships now where in the past I ran away from it. So that's why I, I feel like it's probably why the reason that I left Australia, but, um, running away from things, I think, but, um, yeah, now I'm drawn to it and I want it more and, not normal, not just everyday relationships, real relationships. <laughs> and they're hard to come by. And, and I was talking about this with my CO2 partner. It's something we'll talk about, learn about later. CO2 is church of two. We were just talking about it today, actually, about um, how that we can't actually find any real relationships outside of me and him ourselves <laughs> and uh, with each other because um, people aren't willing to be vulnerable. And uh, you can't be vulnerable with everyone. But uh, yeah. It's, it's, it's interesting that it's come up again, but um, yeah, that's pretty much a really short and quick story about, about how I got going and uh, how we got to where we are at the moment. And uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. And I'm glad I'm excited to start. I don't know. We've been talking about a podcast for a while or just having a chat for a while, but um, yeah, we'll, it'll be fun to just see where it leads and uh, just having conversations with people and telling stories and finding people and who, who are interesting to talk to. And yeah, we know quite a few of those sort of people. <laughs> so yeah, it's good.
is there anything else you want to say before we finish up for this one? No, not really. I'm really excited about like um, sharing stories and getting to hear other people's stories. I think there's so much power in storytelling. Yeah. Um, yeah, and being real and open and vulnerable. Yeah, it's great. Right. Yeah. But well, we're trying to keep them short. We don't want to do really long ones, so we can. So we might as well finish up there and. Yeah, let's leave it at that. All right. Okay. Catch you next time. <laughs>